Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. It is I, Numator 479. According to our studies of your puny mammalian race, we discovered you like very good coffee. And while it is our evolutionary purpose to cause you psychic torment, we want you awake and vivacious to give it. So try our new blend from Spring Hill Jack Coffee, reptilian in the morning. Our proprietary blend of lightly roasted cocayo husks will have you immediately energized upon emerging from the pain cloaca with all your slippery new eggs. Thanks, honey. Hot, hot, I'm cold-blooded. Mmm. Ah. Eggs to Spring Hill Jack and last podcast on the left. I'm ready to get out there and eat some babies. Get out of the way, Hillary Clinton. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. <laughs> Side stories? That's when the cannibalism started. Side stories. Yeah. You know how they say, like, as you get older, like, if you turn into, I guess, we're not old, old yet, clinically. No, not You're yet. not even 40 yet. No. And I'm just 40. I'm a baby. Well, I'm almost 41. I'm a child. <laughs> you smooth like yeah, a child. You should see me, man. <laughs> Does that sound convincing? Like I'm I, filled with innocence? I know there's like, <laughs> there's got to be at least five square inches on your body where there's no hair. So yes, you are a baby. You're a child. Uh, yeah, it's called my fucking forehead. <laughs> That's what's happening. That's what. That's where. That's where it's jumping from. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm finding that as a like it was the same as a kid, where they say like it's cyclical. Mm. So you start to become kind of babyish because at the point where you become like you got a diaper and someone's cleaning you again when you're fucking ninety years old. Yeah, right? yeah, the circle life. But you find that I find that as I get older, like for there was about a fifteen year period where I didn't have any like little cuts or bruises. <laughs> And now, and I now am, it's all the time. I'm covered <laughs> in little tiny cuts. Yeah. As why is that? You know why it is? Because you know one of the whole thing, one of the things that people are really afraid of when they go to old folks' homes, when they go to nursing homes, is because people's skin always Just tears rips. off. Yeah. It begins. Is that that's, really what it is? That's the beginning of it. Our skin is weaker than it once was. We're now on our way to our skin just ripping off and, you know, just huge 
flaps. Am I not just emotionally vulnerable enough? <laughs> Do I also have to literally be peelable like I'm some kind of fucking banana? Yeah, we're all ready to go, man. I'm fucking covering cuts and bruises all the time. I've never spent as much money on Band-Aids as I have in the year of my 40th birth. And nothing is like, it's just gross. It's gross. It's, it's gross to have Band-Aids on you because now I feel when you see someone who's actually very elderly and they always have like some like <laughs> Band-Aid on their face and it's all like, I fell into the shower. <laughs> and you're like, oh my fucking God, is that what's happening now? This is the fourth facial melanoma I've had off in the last six months. My doctor started calling me Scooper. <laughs> Welcome to Side Stories. Side Stories. <laughs> Scoopers. <laughs> Welcome to Side Stories, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Marcus Parks here with Henry Zabrowski. Sure you are. What do you got here for me today, Henry? What uh, do you got? Oh, uh, I got fucking garbage here. Yeah, honestly, we got some good stories. It's a nice... We're going to get to one of the biggest responses. And mm. I mean it. According to Joel, who's yeah. going through the side stories emails, that the the single largest listener response we have ever received in the history of side stories. Yep. And we're going to go through some of those responses. And no, it's not about the cloth me bags <laughs> because we're not doing it. We're not doing we're it. Not we're not doing it this week. We're, we're sa saving it. Yeah, we're saving it for the new year. Because we have had quite we, a... Because Colossomy Bag Nash did fucking come out Oh yeah, in spades. Oh, they came out. They let us know. But we have had quite a few people complain about how much... Poo-poo poo content. Talk. So poo -poo we're not content, doing Poo-poo content. We have, so we're, gonna, we're not going to do it. We're going to refrain no matter how much it pains us to do so. But what does do, what the listener response does bring us back to is Star Seeds, which yes. is really strange. Because isn't it funny? Because since now we brought up several new cults. Like we brought up Love is One. We talked about... Um, what was the other big documentary that we just uh, covered? Twin Flames. We did the Twin Flames universe, and they all use the same terminology. Yeah, I didn't. I did not actually understand that Love Is One also uses a lot of Twin Flames. Yeah, I didn't talk. realize. I didn't realize that until I saw the documentary either. I mean, it's lightly sprinkled in. Yes, but I got a lot of messages saying yeah. like, "Hey, you know, like." They do actively, it's the same sort of makeup genetically, cult-wise, yeah. which I found very interesting. But starseeds get in there, too, who are largely people that are extremely annoying. <laughs> As we know, they're, they're, they are indigo children with Apple watches. Yeah, I mean, starseeds, those are supposedly people whose parents were impregnated with alien Aliens. DNA. yeah. And they're, yeah. so they're, are they half alien or are they full-blown alien? I don't know. Is it like a baby Jesus thing where they were, you know, put into... They got a hint. A hint. They okay. got a hint. They got alien. a hint. Okay. I, I think it's more, it's a spiritual essence versus an actual <sighs> creation. Like, they're not actually made out of meat. I believe an actual starseed meaning, yes, it connotes, this is a good, connotes the understanding that individuals who are identified as they were seeds from the stars, you see. Yeah. Yeah, I get uh, they're it. seeds in the stars. Yeah, That's that. number one you it. don't understand. Um, and they, yeah, star people. I understand. No, I don't think you do. <laughs> because this came from the 1976 book, Gods of Aquarius. Uh, and they said that humans who came from a special gene pool linked to visits by extraterrestrials. So it's, it's vague. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm sure Gods of Aquarius certainly isn't a circular fucking mess of the same bullshit going on and on for 300 pages like all those fucking books are. But also it is true that PKD did sort of say. Yeah. <laughs> That he might have been a starseed. Uh, if you ever uh, had a hard problem with having your battery life last for a long time, you might be a starseed. Um, <laughs> and he might be one. And so was, I guess, uh, uh, what's his name's clerk? Fucking Albert Einstein's yeah. guy. And uh, who knows? We'll get it to him. Yeah. Um, but my first story, we'll start with stupid. But good 
justice. Now, I, I think it's important because we want to start this with a good lesson up top. People work at fast food restaurants. We, we defend them. Absol- right? Oh, absolutely. All day, I defend them. You know, we also got a lot of people pro-charged lemonade. Uh, we did get someone say you will you'll only pry my charged lemonade out of my cold dead hands. And I think that if you have a charged lemonade in your hands, I don't want to take it from you. <laughs> Absolutely not. Because no, you're already out of pocket. Many people have admitted to having an intense addiction to charged lemonade. They love it. And they're yeah. like, yeah, they just say you get used to it. Apparently, the whole point is riding the dragon. <laughs> that you just kind of build a tolerance to it. And some people did break it down in a smart way. If you really look at the milligrams, it's like they're all like, it's how your body sort of metabolizes it. And- I, su- I suppose so, but we got a lot of SIP club members out there yes. that really are big on the Panera SIP club. Yep, so yeah, I get it. I don't want to come in there. It's like, God forbid you say anything about the Shriners. <laughs> you know what I mean? They, 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 get, they all wall up. <laughs> yeah. But we defend our fast food employees here. Always. Because you got to. I had Del Taco Burger for the first time because I heard that that's the way you got to go. How is it? It's fine. <laughs> But, is it like fat burger where it's also just fine? It's fine. Yeah. It doesn't. But this is one of the smartest things I've heard a judge do because it's really, it's really great and it's true justice. But I also think once we talk about it, I think it also punishes the fast food workers. But let's get into it. Uh, yes. Rosemary Hain, a uh, difficult woman, <laughs> goes into a Chipotle and decides she ordered a burrito bowl. Now, for those of you that don't know what a burrito bowl is. First of all, you need to go to a doctor. <laughs> you need to go talk to someone else. You need to go and figure, like, maybe you've just been melted from a block of ice. <laughs> um, this is the planet Earth. The president is Joe Biden. Don't scream. But it's year 2023, all right? You, mm-hmm. you don't got to order things off the television anymore. You actually get it on your phone. Uh, but a burrito bowl, if you know, it's normally just like, it's you take a burrito and you abort it. You do an autopsy on the burrito and you open it up and you spill its haphazards insides into a bowl. And the reason why you get that, because you're lying yourself about how healthy the bowl is versus the burrito. It's a pile of burrito. That is what I like. I get a bowl every once in a while. I'm like, I've been bad. But it's still the same thing. It's a lump of stuff. But it's a lump of stuff in a bowl. This woman received it from Chipotle and she decided that it wasn't up to her standards of I, I, delivery. Aesthetically. Aesthetically. She decided, this is what, I mean, if you've ever been to a Chipotle, there's the idea that you know you're about to shellac your own intestinal lining with pure diarrhea, and you're sitting here wondering, oh, like, I actually prefer a little bit of green here to break up the brown. <laughs> and you're like, no, buddy, it's all turning into a light tan shooting out of your asshole in a splacking way anyway. Right? Back yeah. to shit. Yeah, always. Right back to shit. Right back. And so she didn't like the look of it, so she decided she would take it to the manager, and the poor manager, Emily Russell, just doing her job, was standing there to get in an argument, and you basically watch her pick up this burrito bowl from several people that were filming around her in a circle and throw this burrito bowl into her fucking face. Yeah. And it's very sad. Yeah. You, you do not do it. Heavy on the sour cream on that burrito bowl. It's almost like she ruined her own burrito bowl. <laughs> With extra sour cream. Yes. More. 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 <laughs> Ma, <laughs> I want it to look like Peter North was serving it to me. I want it to be spelunked with cum. Um, but he, uh, she threw it hard at her face. She too. really did. And so the judge has decided in their wisdom, Judge Killigan, mm-hmm. um, decided that this is, again, this because it took place in Parma, Ohio. Uh, and he said, the judge, so you didn't get your burrito bowl the way you liked it, and this is how you respond? 
this is not Real Housewives of Parma. <laughs> this behavior is not acceptable. <laughs> Nor would it be on the Real Housewives of Parma, which would be incredible. Just w- the, what would the Real Housewives of Parma, Ohio, be? I don't know. I think it's. Uh, I think it'd be one of them would definitely have their own nacho cheese line. <laughs> Um, but Judge Gilligan then said, this is what they, she got six months in jail. She threw the fucking book at her saying like, you got, but if you want to reduce your sentence, guess what you get to do? If you put 20 hours a week for two months working at Chipotle, which I think is an amazing idea. It's a great idea, but can you imagine working with this person? You're in, you're in your fast food restaurant, you're in your fast food job, which you probably don't enjoy a hell of a whole well, lot. It's a job. It's a job. Yes. It's just a job. You're trying to get through it. You're trying to get through your day. But you'd be and surprised, like Guy Fieri. You do, you make your way through these various fast food empires. It can get you can get skills. You can get skill sets. Like some places, you still cook. Some places, you really you still like. There's like a, a grill and there's stuff like, and you learn how to do that, and then you can take that to other places. Sure, but I'm willing to bet the majority of fast food workers are just trying to get through the day. I think trying so, to yes. get back home. Oh yeah, like, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then this woman shows up court appointed mm. and is just it's there. like leg shackles. <laughs> That'd be incredible with like a like a, a, a guard next to her, like a police officer. You know what I'd do if I was the manager? Sit in sit in the corner for eight hours. Watch me. And just watch me. Just don't say fucking don't fucking say anything. Don't get in my don't fucking do anything. way. Don't get in my way. I got a rhythm here. Yeah. <laughs> because you do. I imagine. Yeah, of course. It, no, it, I worked at I worked in fast food. You absolutely have a rhythm. If you got somebody on that fucking pizza line that doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. And she's a it, big ass grump. <laughs> yeah, especially somebody who is obviously uh, a pain in the ass. <laughs> the perfect noise for this woman. If you look at her, it's a perfect noise for this woman. Where she's like, uh, it's hot near the Fryer later. It's like, yeah, fucker. It is hot near the fryer later. It's hot every day near the fryer later. Because guess what I'm doing? I'm feeding goddamn America. <laughs> I am out here doing what I gotta do, delivering fries in a timely hot manner. Goddamn right. Yes, because you because again, we all like the fries. We're all trying to make it through. But I do I, you might be right. Yeah, it's going to be more of a punishment for the people who work at the fast food uh, restaurant than it. But that's the thing. But he I want you even, to get some appreciation. He have some appreciation. He for didn't your, even. He didn't even sentence her to working at Chipotle. He just sentenced to her to work at a fast food restaurant. Well, I honestly think weirdly, Chipotle is kind of more high end. Yeah, it is. I think that she's kind of got to go. You know, they're not a sponsor. Jack in the box. Nah. No, some, I, some shit ass checkers. Dude, yeah, checkers. That's what I was gonna say. She's got to go below Jack in the Box. You got to. The go only checkers. thing that's below che- Jack in the Box is checkers. You got to be at a place where literally it's only next to a highway. <laughs> it's only by an overpass. You know, yeah. like it is not. There is no sit down checkers. Yeah. There's no nice checkers. No, as far as I know, we're about to get a flood of corrections. I'm sure. No, there's. I remember there was there was there's plenty of sit down checkers in New York, in the in the city. There is. Yeah, there was one on uh, Bushwick and Myrtle. Uh, that we recorded our the cowman. We recorded our album across the street uh, from the Checkers. But checkers has good fries though. They were fine, but the rest of it's not good. <laughs> it was like it's that there was a, the Checkers, and then right next to it was the churches, and then there was the bootleg, the place, uh, the boot. That's the bodega. where she's got to go. It's like goddamn churches, and because talk about not only because I feel like in those places too is something like you go to churches and you're working there. Not only is it extremely difficult, but 
everybody around you is going to be calling you like, they're going to be roasting the living <laughs> fuck out of you the entire time. Like, you should just be just brutalized by the <laughs> most hardcore fast food experience at the airport. <laughs> you need to work at it. That's where she's got to go. Yeah, a, a fucking airport Burger King. That is exactly where she needs to fucking go because that's, a, that's hard. No, airport Wendy's. <laughs> Even that just sent a chill up my spine. But the worst meal I've ever had in my life was like an airport Wendy's. It's so hard. Because yeah. again, that they I'm just feel like because it's an extremely hard job. It yeah. is. Especially at the airport. So we'll see what if she learns anything. I don't know if she'll get three separate ghosts that will arrive for her on Christmas Eve. <laughs> and did like that, you know, Wendy. <laughs> A giant chicken from Chick-fil-A. Wouldn't that be incredible? No, actually, the cow. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, the, that's right. Yeah, the the cow, eat more chicken the, cows. More chicken cows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys, yeah. And yeah. each one convinces then, her, shows her the errors of her ways. And then Dave Thomas shows up at the end, being like, do you want to end up in a sent back to the orphanage like I did, Wendy? Like, I would, what? I would, think that, I would think that the Grimace would show up and just smother her to death, just sit on her face <laughs> until she dies. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't. No. Hey, so, yes, uh, hopefully she does learn. Let's hope. Live from your grave. Move on! Texas Speed is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around, it's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor! By Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce and a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning, so I got myself some cha Texas Pete sriracha sauce, and I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs in a whole bunch of cha and it started off my day. Correct. Texas Pete. Sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPete.com. Last podcast on the left is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Thanks, Squarespace. With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. Don't let anybody tell you what to do. This ain't your mama's website platform. It is, actually. It's actually be very easy for your mother to learn. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine. It's a next-generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. I thought it was just the name of what my blood pressure medication turned me into. Um, I'm peeing. Now, my goals for the year are I have two warehouses filled with horse picks. Now, I know a lot of people, uh, obviously this bit has been done, but the Zendaya centaur picks are not going anywhere. And I've been trying to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale line out. 
uh, I need these moved, okay, because I have to move into the storage unit. Let's just say there are problems at home. So I need Squarespace to shoot this through the roof for me this year, and that's why I'm going to go full tilt. And not only are you going to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale entire series, clothes and non-clothes, what we also are going to offer, and I mean this, we're trying to get into giraffe rides. I brought this up the other day. We got to start riding other animals but horses. Take pictures of the horses. Photoshop the horses into other celebrities, but stop riding them. Save a horse. Ride a giraffe with Squarespace. Go head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says right here, what would you do of another extra hour of your day? I mean, well, obviously I'd get some nunchuck training in. Uh, I'd make love to my wife. That takes about nine. That's a full nine minutes of that hour. And then I would probably uh, go to get a donut. And then I'd probably yell at my parents. But a lot of us wish we had more time. The question is time for what? I don't know. What works for you? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. You know that question? They're like, if you had a billion dollars, what would you do? You know, and like, you know, when I answer, it's of course, I would grind the government to a standstill with my giant machine of my making in secret for many years. But a lot of people get mad at that. And it's really hard to do that in a job interview or like when you're meeting somebody's like your significant other's parents for the first time. So, and we might actually want to think of starting therapy. So give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash last pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-A-S-T-P-O-D. Um, let's talk about somebody who, uh, I'd learned nothing. And this is, mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to throw judgment, right? Uh, you don't want to throw just people spend a lot of money on weddings because I think there are some people that believe it's the only time they will experience either this level of attention mm-hmm. or it's a celebration of themselves or it's like, it's just wild, right? Like the, what the amount of money. And like, I think the more money that goes up in a wedding, the more you're like, what are we trying to prove here? Yeah. Right? Like, really what's up here? Because it kind of is supposed to sort of be about your love. Yeah. And I feel like you could spend a lot of money in a lot of other places, blah, blah, blah. But this was, uh, this wedding deserves whatever judgment you want to throw at it. Oh, without a doubt. This is, the wedding is attached to a crime, of yes. course. But the wedding went viral not too long ago. It was a five-day-long wedding. Like It was a wedding that actually lasted five days. Not like five days, but the wedding itself was five days long. Uh, it occurred in Paris. This is crazy. And it was, of course, I mean, it, the people that were the perpetrators of this fucking crime, of course, they're Dallas-Fort Worth people. Dallas-Fort Worth people for the rest of Texas, like Dallas-Fort Worth people. It's like it's a town of people pretending like they're not from Texas. See, I love also being from Texas. We have a great crowd. We have an amazing crowd in Dallas-Fort Worth. I'm talking about these rich motherfuckers like this, the kind who spend fifty nine million dollars on a wedding. You heard that. 
absolutely correctly. $59 million. You people who live in Dallas-Fort Worth, you know exactly who the fuck I'm talking about. Car dealership heiress, Madeleine Brockway, 26 <laughs> years old, sounds like it. And so she had become like, she had a big time TikTok account that kind of documented this. And I know it is partly was, it was for content. Yeah. But just the idea of like that amount of money, which could have gone anywhere. Mm. Like you're talking multiple, multiple, multiple homes. That you could have purchased yeah. versus doing this. But 59 nice homes. I guess it brings people to your TikTok and that's kind of why maybe that was kind of run as a, this is an investment. But th we're not even at the crime yet. Uh, but this is the, so she made this one, it was $59 million. So this is just so you can even hear why we're even, the, the attention that came to her. So Brockway is the daughter of Bill Ussery Motors CEO, Robert Bob Brockway, which mm. I guess he runs many different, like car dealerships across the country. Bob Brockway. Bob Brockway. <laughs> um, and he was not reached for comment. No. Um, so millions of people watched online videos. This is now according, we got this from the Daily Beast. Uh, and th this is the November 18th wedding. This is what was ha happened at it. Maroon 5 played live. A rehearsal dinner at the Palais Garnier Opera House. Uh, an overnight stay at the Palace of Versailles. The nuptials took place at the Chateau de Villette, um, where she wore a made by the House of Dior two-spec dress. Guests were invited to an, attend a private party at Chanel's Hot Couture headquarters, and they had a lunch at the Eiffel Tower, which is not like how I had lunch at the Eiffel Tower, <laughs> which is I grabbed a drink. This is real, where I Natalie was asleep. I walked to the Eiffel Tower. I had a sandwich from Starbucks. <laughs> this is a different type of lunch at the Eiffel Tower because I believe the Eiffel Tower cooked. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is, they also had a four-day bachelorette party at this place called Amangiri, some luxury resort, right? And now this is, the bachelorette party is the most tone deaf thing. It's like the it's like these people are the ultra wealthy in this country are begging for the people to rise up. Well, this is the, this is the issue, <laughs> right? Like, like begging it, because you're this, just asking for people to be like mad with you. Yeah, because they had a Marie Antoinette themed bachelorette party. It's like, That's just it's like, two on the nose. <laughs> it's two on the it's nose. It's like you're pissing in the eyes. Of yes. so many people in America who are struggling every day. But now here's really why we're going after these people or even joking on these people. Because in the end, I guess you could do whatever the fuck you want with your money. But sure. this is just why, you know. Of it's course. Fucking... No, no, you, you could do whatever you want. It's just the Marie Antoinette. It's like, it's the pointedness of it. It's just a little on the nose. So her now husband, Jacob Legrone, uh, or Legroni. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not quite certain. <laughs> Either one's horrible. Legronies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's now, this is still alleged, but according to the NBC News, he is now facing three counts of aggravated assault against a public servant after allegedly threatening three police officers by firing guns at them. Now, this is the earlier, I guess, earlier in the year. So yeah. they were, they've been fighting these charges for a long time. And um, apparently they were having a domestic assault. Uh, there was so there was some kind of call. There was a domestic, some kind of domestic Something disturbance happened. call yeah. at their home. Um, and uh, when the police arrived, they got fired upon, uh, which is not good. I don't know how he wasn't immediately thrown in jail. Uh, because he uh, paid had his way out of it. Yeah, he had enough money, and I think they showed up at a nice enough house. Because what it was is that people were calling, but the disturbance calls because they kept 
uh, firing guns into the air. Ah, they just that's kept what it was. Firing guns was. over and over and over and over again. And like, yeah, in Texas, yeah, there's a lot of guns being fired, but not in a neighborhood. But not after nine eight nine p.m. No, no, no. Like no, you're supposed to stop firing guns. It's fucking. It's horrible. It's terrifying. It's horrible, and it's annoying. Do you think even the super rich there do stuff like that? That's not just considered country. Oh, right, the like, super rich have the best guns. But I mean, like that style yeah. of like shooting guns in the air and doing like, you know, being like kind of bringing the hoot, the hoot nanny. Oh, my God. People like this, these Dallas Fort Worth rich fucks, they like to pretend that they're that they're, that they're country, but they also like to put like, oh, I don't come from that Texas. But they like, don't. I but come, I come from that, Dallas. Like, I'm not from like I've had people from Dallas Fort Worth like look down on me when I tell them where I'm from yeah, and tell sure. them like I'm from a small town, you know, like North Abilene. Like I've actually heard him say, oh, oh, like, okay, you're from there. But you, so you would say it was like, it's not that it's common, but they could maybe be like, woo, 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 woo. <laughs> like they, are they doing that? I mean, they're probably showing off their guns to each other. Mm. Like that's, that I would say would be more common. Want to like, hear how loud my new gun is? Yeah it's, yeah. it's like, oh, look at this. Ha ha. Boom. And then he starts to fire the guns and, you know, they're showing each other like, this big fucking, you know, probably illegal weapon that they have. I guess that's what it is. And then we'll 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 see how this plays out. But it's just way more when you found out like the details of that wedding that happened after all of this. Yeah. And they're still going after this guy. So yeah. we will figure out what's going to happen with him. Well, the crazy thing is that these charges against him stack up to the point where he could possibly I mean, he's not gonna. But where he could possibly spend life in prison. Yeah, you're really not supposed to almost kill a police officer. <laughs> People get real upset, especially yeah. like the police, the po <laughs> and they're the ones that are kind of in the in the in the in the mode of uh, arresting you for these crimes. Yeah, and he's been offered a plea deal that will reduce his sentence to 25 years. So they Jesus are actually—I mean—they're going after this guy. They're not fucking letting up because if he's been offered the plea deal and the plea deal is 25 years, that means that this shit is going to go to trial. Yes, very much so. Yeah. If it's for 25 years, yeah. And yeah. I guarantee you this guy is arrogant enough to roll the dice. And I saw a picture of him from his wedding. This is the second time I've seen this. When did the David Koresh look get chic? It's huge now. It's massive. You saw, I got Dahmer glasses now. Yeah, but David, it's everywhere. But it's David Koresh specifically. Because David Koresh, because the difference is thick frames, small frames. Well, it's Dahmer glasses, which are now becoming like cool. And then it's mullets that yeah. are now becoming cool. So shaggy haircut. Mixed with the the Dahmer glasses, you're crash. Yeah. That's how it happens. So it's it's hipster outside, and then all of a sudden you can't read anymore, and until you have second eyewear eye and stuff, yeah. that's when you become David, David Koresh. Yeah. yeah, and this guy absolutely looks like David Koresh. Yeah, it's, and it's also, it's a very yuppie look. Oh, very yeah, much Especially so. him. It's very, like, he's very rich. But he was also, it's it's, it's style. It's, it's style. style. Um, before we get into some good old-fashioned Christmas stories because we're going we're gonna to lead it up to the holidays here. And I got two great ones. Um, I just want to just knock this out. Just because we're not talking about poo-poo doesn't mean we're not talking about pee-pee. <laughs> now, this story is just funny because this is just a classic side story story, so you just have to kind of, do we have to at least mention it, um, where a man, um, David Martin Butts, <laughs> is his name 66 years fun um he um got upset with a sex worker by the name of Brittany Abosede uh who uh he had paid $100 for the service of him laying in a tub and her peeing upon him sure and then he paid such money right the event did occur everyone said thanks they high-fived and then uh she he then accused her of leaving with his wallet 
So he shot at her car. I see. Yes, she was uh, parked outside after the golden shower, eating potato chips when Butts confronted her and fired a single bullet, leaving a hole in a passenger side door. Why is it, in my mind, after you've pissed all over a guy in a tub, like, eating potato chips like, kind of makes a lot of sense? <laughs> Where you just like, you just seem like... Man, it's another fucking Thursday. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, well, there we go. Well, well, while Butt said that he feared Abisade may have been reaching for a weapon while inside her car, he, quote, didn't recall shooting his gun. It's so hard. You know how many times I think that? You know how many times <laughs> I don't I? know if I shot a bunch of guns today? Did I? Did I shoot a gun this <laughs> afternoon? Let me check my hand. I, get, I have one of those airport machines, right? Yeah. I, I put it, I, I swipe my hands and I check it every morning to see if I discharge gunpowder. <laughs> but that's just a quick story. Just yeah, because, this is like, real quick. And mostly just because the man's name is Butts. Yeah. He's involved in a PP accident. I'm going to say PP altercation. Altercation. And then um, that's what you're going to do. Because how many Butts are in this country? I would imagine that Butts is not that uncommon of a name. I'm looking it up. Last name <laughs> Butts. Um, Butts meaning and Butts family history, according to that. Um, Butts name meaning. Um, variant of butt with post-medieval <laughs> excrescent um, is a reference. It's a reference to the short ridges of plowed land, the end of a common arable field, or the plural form of butt, which is also be considered a tree stump. Great. So it's a humiliating name either way. You're ground. <laughs> you're ground man. I just, I just <laughs> you're, it's like yes, okay. You're a ground man. Great. <laughs> uh, there are zero point zero five people named butts for every one hundred thousand Americans. That's so not crazy. super common. It's just like awesome. It's just the idea of not changing your name, especially because like butt is one thing, but if you're butts, yeah. if you're multiple butts, <laughs> wow, it is oh. the. As of 2001, it's ranked as the 16,589th most popular family name. That's so not very popular. 16,588 names are ahead of butts. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> I love it. Why wouldn't you change it? If you're not a comedian. Yeah. Or a butt doctor, <laughs> like Dr. Butts, yeah. would be an, it's an incredible name. Why not change it? But the, I mean, Ronnie Butts, Dr. Ronnie Butts. <laughs> and there's plenty of people like that have the last name Heine. Like Heine mm. is a pretty common last name. Yeah, Heine is a fun yeah, name. Yeah, I think yeah. Hanky's a fun name. Yes. Yeah. All right, guys. There's a lot of fun last names that we could go through. Yeah, we could. We could. <laughs> um, but you feel that chill in the air. It's my um uh you know I hate the holiday. Yeah. But I'm trying to, you know, understand, you know, it's yeah. good for a lot of people. It is. I love Christmas. I, I'm gonna have I'm gonna try to I'm relaxing in. Yeah. You know, I'm allowing it inside of me. It's like what they say when they when the doctors say, like, there's gonna be a little pressure here. <laughs> like it's like that feeling where I'm just gonna I have to relax it in. Yeah. You know, know that it's coming whether I like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's coming, and so I, uh, I I'm fine with it. But what what it is nice is that it does come with a glut of holiday news, mm. and some of it's much better than than others. Now I love over the last couple of years there's been a lot more Grinch usage in um there's a lot more Grinch usage in life. Like there was a guy remember a story we covered last year where a guy hired a Grinch to do a Christmas party for his children. And then the guy arrived and destroyed the fucking house. <laughs> like he, I, I remember it because it was one of my favorite stories. Cause it was like, he hired a Grinch yeah. and then 
the Grinch came. <laughs> like a man took it w- way too seriously. He destroyed the house. The kids were screaming. It's like it's uh, it was a great, a funny story. I'm certain. Yeah. Well, I'm, from I'm, then on, yeah. for that family. Yeah, and then, and that's actually that's good to hear because I was actually thinking about like we we got a holiday party coming up, and I was thinking about hiring a Grinch. And then when I saw what Grinches were left available, yeah, dude. Uh, it was slim pickings and you did not want to have these people in your home. I'm going to put it this way. You're going to want to know your Grinch. We want to bet your Grinch. You're going to want to yeah. know because it's like, imagining hire, it's, I truly, it's the equivalent of hiring somebody who looks like um, the Suicide Squad's version of Joker coming to your house. <laughs> like if you want to hire Jared Leto's Joker, like, like one of those guys who acts like one of those to your home, it's going to be really fucking bad. I basically, I just, you know, we just kind of wanted like a singing, t- like we wanted a guy to show up for 15 minutes, go, and yeah. then leave. Yeah, no, 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 no. Because now he's in your home. Now he's in your home. And I bet you he's just going to be like, if you go to touch him and stuff, being like, what if this Grinch calls the cops? And then the Grinch just takes over your own, your whole house. Oh no, it was, I do remember that because we, last year we hired that Cramps cover band for my birthday they at our home. Great. And they were incredible. The Teenage Werewolves, they're fucking, they were absolutely incredible. I would, I would recommend booking them. Uh, if you need a Cramps themed anything, they're fucking awesome. But, the people they brought with them. They stayed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, they stayed. You don't like, pay a band to come, you the, pay them to leave. <laughs> the, just, it was just the man, there was just one man in particular. Uh, <laughs> he just who, stayed. Who had a, a, a an odor, a, a specific odor that was asking some very personal and uncomfortable questions. Well, then the fake lead singer of the Cramps definitely was like, all right, it's time for me to go. I don't know that guy. <laughs> and then he just leaves. <laughs> it was just some man yeah. that I we thought you all thought because I remember being like, oh, he must be with the band. Well, it was a friend because like well, the band was like super, like the the drummer was like uh, a big fan of the show and like yeah, a was, really he, he nice was great. dude. Everybody he was, was great. He was so cool. He was such a nice guy. But they asked us, it's like, hey, is it cool if we like invite a friend? And it's like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, of that's course. Yeah. Fun. It's a party. Yeah, invite your friend. But then that friend invited another friend because we all left yeah. right like everybody else was like we were exhausted it was like time to go like the band was leaving we were leaving and i was just like you know but i was drunk so i was like we just gotta get the hell out of here before yeah. we're stuck here as well we gotta go we gotta get we gotta it's like now nah, look at your shit we gotta get the fuck out of here yeah. i can see it's lingering time yeah yeah it really was and that's at the point in the night where you start to have that conversation especially when you're dealing with like old punks that you start have find that guy who like comes up to you and knows that you're into it and he starts saying all of my friends are dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's where really great to hire just, a Grinch to arrive at the end of the night <laughs> and make everybody leave. Like a Grinch-style bouncer yeah, no, might the, really help. But the guy that I'm talking about that had the distinct odor, he was asked to leave yeah, long to. before the end of the night because yeah. he was asking some very... And during the cramps of the Teenage Werewolves performance, like I, I was watching, like dancing and having a great time, but I'd see this guy out of the corner of my eye, like zipping around my home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> going to the back <laughs> like, room. See he was, trying on your shirts. He was going to places <laughs> that he shouldn't have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had to, and I had to make this like, decision. Looking at your medication. Yeah, too. I had to make this decision in my head. It's like, do I want to go? Do I want to enjoy this wonderful gift that my wife has booked for me? And that you know, do this, I want to be present? Do I want to be present for this and enjoy this thing that she went to great lengths to put together? Or do I want to make sure that, that man's not like 
looking at my underwear drawer. <laughs> like, it's like, it's the, make sure that but man's also, not doing something weird in the back room. And I chose to enjoy my gift. And, and ignorance if, is bliss, if my he friend. he did anything weird, I don't know about it. You know, it's just but he let was him asked look. To, he was asked to leave very soon after. That's a house party. <laughs> you know, that's the miracle of a house party. You just, yeah. it's, you're in my house. Yeah, you always have to ask a man who looks far older than his years to leave early. You gotta go, sir. <laughs> and he always goes, yep. And you know, yeah. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, now that you've requested me to leave, and now it, it would mean I am staying here against your will. <laughs> It's time for me to go. Yeah, you can always tell the guys who get asked to leave a lot because they just they just know it's like, okay. I was expecting it. As a matter of fact, I actually don't know when to leave until I'm thrown out. Uh, honestly, your boundaries are far beyond what I'm used to. A lot of people let me get away with crazy shit. You'd be surprised. But this, but this is Grinch. This, this is a Grinch that does not understand boundaries at all. Now, there's a man by the name of David Harold Grisham. Uh, I would put him a little bit in the same league as the anti-Zionist Elmo. <laughs> um, that is, uh, he takes his his philosophy to the street. According to his Facebook page, he is a uh, he's a pastor of a small group of street preachers who take gospel to those who will not step into a church. Mm. So uh, to people who don't want it, yeah, against their will, he harasses people. Yeah, he means he harasses people. And he has decided he is good to take it upon himself to tell the children of various places in the world that Santa is fake, Jesus is real, while dressed in a Grinch costume. Yeah, specifically, he's doing it in Amarillo. Yes. He, he's, de- he's a West Texas guy, you can tell, or Northwest Texas. He's a panhandle guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a panhandle guy, you can tell, because he's got shit in Amarillo. He's got shit in Lubbock. He's got, he lives in some town around there. This one specifically was in Amarillo outside of the Sleepy Hollow Elementary School, which is a very cool name for an elementary school, especially for Amarillo. But Amarillo is also a little cooler than you think it'd be. It's got a, I mean, it's like rough. It's yeah, real bet. rough, yeah. but it's got a, a gritty charm to it. I'd love to, I, honestly, one time we'll go. Um, but it's going to Cron.com. Uh, uh, he is, a, he was, I guess, a former security guard in a nuclear power plant until he was fired. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was then, he had, he tried to host a Koran burning, um, but he was foiled by a shirtless skateboarder <laughs> um, who stole his book. Um, and then he also, he wanted, he did, a, he launched a protest against the newly elected Houston mayor, uh, Anise Parker, who mm. was the first openly gay mayor of a major U.S. city. Um, and then apparently he just would like film children. Yeah, waiting in line to meet Santa. He's the, he's an Amarillo guy. Enough of, enough of his incidents have occurred in Amarillo to deduce he's definitely an Amarillo guy. Um, and, but he said that he had a, he was an atheist until his 40s. Um, then he had epiphany after watching M. Night Shyamalan's movie Signs. Um, and then he believed that everything then finally made sense. Yeah. And then it was all choreographed in his life and everything around him was choreographed by God himself, which is, that's a good get. That's <laughs> hard to get God himself yeah. to choreograph your life. And he is a hideous, hideous motherfucker. He is a very, he's a bad guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, you could tell because the first thing is. I mean, I'm uh, just saying like physically, like he, he looks like a villain. Because he's also one of those guys who's real proud about putting a meme on his Facebook page that is just a a Jewish star from the Holocaust that says unvaxxed on it. <laughs> um, which really means you should take the rest of his advice with a bit of a grain of salt. 
Yeah. So what this guy did is he hung outside of an elementary school dressed in a Grinch outfit with a sign that says Santa is fake. Jesus is real. Jesus is real, which is, again, it's mostly just sad, but people are saying it's kind of just scary because he's hyper aggressive in front of the kids. Yeah. And um, but we also know, didn't he lead like a one man fight against strip clubs? In your like old hometown, in my well, not hometown, but, but you know where, it, yeah. yeah, where I, you know, where I went to college back in Lubbock, Texas, is that he apparently earlier this month he posted a YouTube video, an eighty-minute video of himself God, engaging freaking... in a one-man protest against a so-called swingers club in Lubbock. It was called the, I think he said it was called the Ten Box with like three X's. It's he said that it was in the industrial area of Lubbock, and that definitely makes sense because the industrial area of Lubbock, if you're gonna have a fuck club. Have it out there. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of there's plenty of room out there to just find a warehouse, set up a bunch of beds. Like you know that like that place in Queens, you know that place in Queens. No, yeah, there's a place in Queens where there's just a bunch of mattresses set up. I think it's in either Flushing or Astoria. I, I think it's in a, Astoria. I shot a thing in a really fancy sex house in uh, Brooklyn. This is not one of those. This is the Astoria version of that. Yeah, <laughs> it smells like it smells like pizza. <laughs> That's how. Yeah. Um, this uh, guy but, looks like the version of. If you want to see my description of him, he looks like the a human version of the eagle from the Muppets. <laughs> Sam, the Sam the Eagle. Yeah, yeah. He looks like he looks he does not look good. Well, this video we're about to play uh, some audio from is that he is celebrating the destruction of a strip club in Lubbock called Jaguars. Now, Jaguars is not just it's not just a Lubbock strip club. It's like a chain of strip clubs. There's oh. one in uh, there's one in, there was one in Lubbock. I think there was one in Amarillo and also one in Abilene. Great. Uh, and then they just sort of, you know, work all the dancers would work on a circuit and whatnot. Yeah. But the one in uh, Lubbock apparently shut down. Apparently it went bankrupt. The Jaguars in Lubbock. That's what um, and I didn't know that there were it was one of only two strip clubs left in Lubbock because when I was in college in Lubbock there were okay, there was Nibbles uh, <laughs> uh, there was Players okay uh, and then there was the Bunny Room I think that's what it was called it was that's I, cute I think it was the Bunny Room yeah. yeah and then Jaguars I believe came after well, I feel like the population of Lubbock has been dropping right no the population of Lubbock oh, is rapidly rising because of the Yellowstone. Uh, influx. Of it's humans. more just they're just rapidly expanding. I'm not really sure how or why, but they're rapidly expanding out into like the suburbs. The, the Lubbock that once was is now being left behind in favor of a new Lubbock, uh, an economy that is based entirely upon uh, all of them feeding each other. Oh yeah, it's all like, just restaurants. It's all just restaurants. It's just I don't know how I don't I don't know where any of this money is coming from, but apparently it's 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 based upon. There's feeding- a man standing in the field somewhere. It's going. Tesla's coming. <laughs> don't you worry. Tesla's coming. Yeah, I don't know what, it, how the fuck this is going to sustain itself because it's an entire economy. It bu- it's an entire economy built on feeding each other and an entire economy built on building new homes for people who are making money from building new homes. Yes. Like it's going to hit a fucking wall and it's going to be rough. But yes. As of now, apparently this maybe this does say something about the eventual economic downturn of Lubbock, that one of the only two strip clubs has closed down. Jaguars has closed down. It is the building has been torn down and this man is celebrating. And this video is actually how I found out that all of the strip clubs of my youth are gone. That's so sad. I'm sorry that this happened. <laughs> and the only one left uh, I had not heard of, but has probably the worst name for a strip club I've ever heard uh, in my life. Good. All right, Facebook Saints. Facebook Saints. YouTube Saints. Oof. 
As you can see behind me here, they're tearing down Jaguar Strip Club in Lubbock, Texas. This is an answered prayer, folks. Right now, they got equipment on site destroying the Jaguar Strip Club. There's only two strip clubs in Lubbock, Angel Witch and Jaguar. Now we're down to one. So we just need to be praying that Angel Witch gets destroyed next. All right, cut it. It's like, yeah, what is Angel it. Witch? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Angel Witch Cabaret. Wow. Uh, I've... It's they've got they it's have, one word. It is a wow, it is just a shed. Oh wow. Yeah, it's BYOB. That means in Lubbock rolls BYOB, that means it's fully nude. Wow. Oh look at this Instagram ad where it's a woman like bending over next to a turkey yeah, for their she's putting her pre, ass on a turkey. She's it's putting her cute. ass on a turkey for her, their <laughs> pre-Thanksgiving, letting everyone know, hey guys, we're open. I actually don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind either. Oh wow, there was a someone got shot at Angel Witch. It's really um, sad. There's that's not, story. It's really that's a uh, that's not a surprise. Where exactly? I got to see exactly where. Honestly, Angel if you're Witch looking is. for turkey and butt, go down to the. <laughs> I want to let's push this, man. Wednesday, you got to go down there, man. I bet you they have a Christmas dinner as well. Go to Angel Witch Cabaret. Enjoy yourself. I'm certain. And tell them last podcast in the left sent you. Yep. Yeah. Right. See? Oh no, I'm looking at it. Right. Oh yeah, between 82nd and 98th off 87. Yeah, that's. And now be what's rough. nice is they originally they just changed their signage. They just changed it to Lubbock's only gentlemen's club. Because guess who is rooting for more strip club destruction besides this weird street preacher, Angel Witch. Oh, they yeah. can't wait to see the rest of them all get knocked out because they they become the number one. Yeah. It no. needs better signage. That's a, if you look at the picture of it, it does need better signage because yeah. it looks a little bit just sort of like a place where you just store a plane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a... That's starting to get... That's not too terribly rough. No, that's actually... That's not a rough... Okay, now that I look at it, yeah, University... According to five reviews Avenue, on... Avenue P, yeah, that's rough. That's real rough. Now that I'm looking at it, that's real fucking rough. There's got a bunch of reviews here, according to this. Um, uh, There's a lot of them, honestly. There's more than I thought. More reviews than you there's thought? There's a bunch of reviews on this I just found. Um, Lubbock, uh, parked in... Oh, no, you have, to, you have to have an employee... Oh, no, I'm sorry. You have to get an account to this strip club uh, review website <laughs> that I'm just not going to do right now. I'm not going to do live. But, yeah, it looks like most people are saying it was. it's a fine alternative to go get some adult entertainment in a town that doesn't have a lot of it. No, he really, it really doesn't. At one point, there was a glut of adult entertainment. We could go anywhere we wanted. It really, you know what? Yeah. It's, it just shows that's just the economy yeah. of butts. <laughs> well, we never know. From your grave. Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story. It takes you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. You'll step into the role of June Parker, and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Use your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. You're going to get a kiss in there. That's mystery, danger, and romance as you search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris. Watch out for those sidewalks. They are covered in urine. And customize your very own luxurious estate island. Think expansive gardens and beautiful buildings. Collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. And you can chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. Oh, how I love the 1920s. Can you crack the case? 
Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Hey, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. The experts at Fast Growing Trees curate thousands of plants for all climates, locations, and needs. Available 24-7, you can talk to a plant expert about your soil type, landscape design, and how best to take care of your plants. I love fast growing trees because i just moved here to los angeles i got a yard now and i'm doing all the landscaping myself i love working in my garden i love planting stuff i love growing stuff and the cool thing about fast growing trees that i really like is that they tell you exactly what type of growing zone you're in i'm in growing zone 10 and they can tell you exactly what type of trees or plants, or whatever you can put out in front of your house. Uh, I'm looking at the Norfolk Island pine tree. I'm looking at putting a little bit of red sister cordyline up in front of my fence. I think that the red will really pop nice. And maybe for the backyard, I got an extra planter that I might put a Satsuma plum tree in. And these prices are reasonable. They're reasonable if you've ever been to a nursery. But right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Dun, 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 dun. It's sports. Prize picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor, oh, it's eaten up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high stakes basketball moments this time of year. Yeah. Toss that rock. Come on, guys. Yeah, pass it around. Get on the excitement with Price Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious caps. Whether it's hula hoops or earring hoops, you're going to know everything you need to know about sports. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Price Picks with little as four correct picks. Conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketball are getting closer. Basket. Price Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entry stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. I sure wish that Bobby Bonilla was still in the game because I would pick him to go all the way. Can you imagine Bobby Bonilla played basketball? Woo-wee, dog! Then it would be more like baseball, but Bobby Bonilla would still be crushing it in the contract game. Woo! The deadliest game of all. Download the app today. And use code LEFT for a first deposit match up to $100. That's code LEFT for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Now, I have a Christmas story that I haven't told you about yet. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I like surprises. This is going to be the beginning of something, I think, that we're going to end up covering in a more depth 
because I, it was right before we started recording. And I always do one last little sweep. And I'm just like, I can't, I'm so mad that I just found this. We're going to get to this. Um, something's coming. Something's coming, friend. All right. Okay. It's not just Santa Claus. All right. Okay. There's something coming December 23rd. Okay. Oh. And we got to think about what we're all doing. Okay. So you hear that there's a solar flare coming? Is there? Yeah. It hit and it did nothing. Okay. There's oh, waves okay. of solar flares coming, but it's not that. It's not that. But there are, there was a big solar flare. But you hear that? But did you hear this? You see this? Did you see this? You look at this? Did, I didn't, I didn't see this. Yeah. I didn't hear about this. It's big as sun fart. I saw, I, I saw there was like a big hole. That's big, what it is. Black part. Yeah. It was like a butthole opened up and it shot a fart mm-hmm. of solar energy at us and did nothing. Nothing. Okay. But they thought it might. Okay, but, but we still don't know. But it already hit us. It's got nothing to do with us. The story <laughs> didn't tell me, right? So, but December twenty third, something's coming. No, four chan is not good for a lot anymore. Yeah, four chan is good for very yes. But when it comes to top of the fucking moment alien news, it's pretty good. Okay, All right. So there's a post that came up with this. now since deleted. Very suspicious. Now it says I'm an amateur ham radio operator here in northern Wyoming. Ooh. And I play around in the over 1 gigahertz range. I came across some weird beeps and squelches around the 1.685 gigahertz range. I'm also a bit of a a ham radio guy. I've got a website, and I like to... You're definitely a ham on the radio. (laughs) (laughs) I like like to go through all the different frequencies looking for beeps and squelches. That's the the fun of it. I bet you do. But you miss this. (laughs) So I've been listening in on this case, and so maybe if it's a trucker or another amateur, and so, and I like talking over the radio on civilian channels. But after a few days of monitoring, I got this female voice from this weird channel. It sounds like a temporary number station or something. But I chopped the recording up into a five-minute video with subtitles. The transmission is not very long, but it can, seems to contain a lot of data, right? And so I couldn't get the actual video because the guy had pulled it down. But they said it was like the description of it's a bunch of numbers being read in a woman's voice. Oh, like nine, 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 seven, nine, seven four, nine, 14, nine, 14, 14, three, and four, so people 16, 15, 23, 42. Exactly. <laughs> he said, now, can you make it out, right? A lot of people wondering what it is. So you see this series of these 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 numbers, right? So this the the numbers were like 61, 6E, 206 E, 6F, right? So this guy broke it down. He said, It's hexadecimal code, according to this guy. Mm -hmm. Random internet, anonymous person. They're always correct, always. Especially if they say that they are, right? And so here's what he learned. He was breaking it down. It's the numbers. It says, really makes sense. Because it says, earth time, break. 1800, UTC 7, break. December 23rd, 2023, break. Latitude 47, break. Longitude, negative, 111, break. You know us, break. We know you, break, right? First of all, that's a little bit. Then he started getting really into it. Okay, and but, said, but, but the more of a message, he's like, but he took some time to break down the entire message. But where's the, where, where is that location? I don't know. <laughs> you didn't look it up? No, of course not. Okay, well then what, what is it? Longi- okay, longitude. Here we go, look at this. So this is what he says. A lot of people broke this down. So latitude 47, longitude negative 111. Latitude 47, longitude negative what? 111. 111. Okay. You know us. We know you. And here's the completed message. We are like you. We have lived among you. Embrace us for we mean no harm. 
We are like you, but with fur. <laughs> we are like you, but canines also. We love you. Please love us. So, space dogs are coming. <laughs> and a man has actually come forward saying that it might not just be space dogs, but a type of close to human race that might also have some form of dog-like creature that is with them. The interdimensional Sasquatch. Interesting. What does the latitude longitude say? It's Summit County, Utah. All right. It's so, Utah. Now, according to, now this is a breakout of stuff that we're really going to get into. We're going to do a series on this because I'm, there's a man by the name of Sunbow True Brother, who I again believe entirely, <laughs> that has been speaking psychically with the Sasquatch Nation. And they have messages to send us. And I think what this is, is that we're finally going to get something. Someone's going to finally fucking break. On 23rd. And I think that's some fucking, and it's Pomeranians <laughs> from another dimension are going to arrive with Sasquatches. About 80 miles east of Utah, Salt, Salt Lake City. We got to go. <laughs> We got to go. If you are in the area, yeah. no, I want to know. Side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. We got to find out. Are these people going to fucking show up? Because I believe it's around the hour 1800. Yeah. It's, so dinner time. It's basically. Which is when I serve Wendy and Carmi dinner. <laughs> they normally get around 6, 6.15. Yeah. Oh my God, Georgie too. <laughs> Someone get the just for dogs. <laughs> right. So here, now this is just a quote. We're going to, I'm going to get from, we're going to do an entire series on this. So he believed that there is an intergalactic series of Sasquatch that have been trying to communicate with us. And this is Brother Sunbo. Sunbo True Brother. Sunbo, excuse me, Sunbo right? True so Brother. This is one, just a little section of the messages that these Sasquatch are trying to deliver to us. What we want to emphasize <laughs> overall is the need for your human people to reconnect with the wisdom of your soul and realign with the intelligence of your heart. Reactivate your genetic star seeds and soul memories. Recover your psychic abilities. Love to. And evolve collectively into a higher spiritual consciousness. Yeah, man. They're Marianne Williamson. I mean, that be all of that always sounds really nice. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm not against it. You know, but you do understand it mostly requires a culling. Yeah. There's always that this guy. Right, so we just showed a picture of Sunbow. This is a he is definitely mostly Sasquatch. Yeah, I mean he looks like he lives in New Mexico. Hey, but we're gonna get into or it. adjacent. We are hollow boned. He also says <laughs> like birds. I, like birds. So there's I, Bigfoot. Bigfoots are like birds. Well, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So they're Wait. massive, massive frames. We like really got to do this. Probably the the largest primates on Earth. Have bones that are hollow. This has to come. We got to find out if this is real or not. <laughs> I need to find out if these fucking space dogs are arriving with with them. If a space because this is the the, the uh, coordinates that they gave. It's like in the middle of an extraordinarily rugged national forest. We gotta go. It's like a mountain. We gotta go. This is fucking. It's just huge. Because I don't know whether or not they are with them. Already purchased the book. I already purchased the book, Rob. I just got this. There's an entire book on this. It's called by, The Sasquatch Meshes to Humanity, Conversation with Elder Camus. It's by Sumbo, as told by Sasquatch Elder Camus. Yes. That's the writer. Interesting. That's forward, the real writer is the Sasquatch. Forward by Kawani Loperitis, MSMH. This is, oh, wow. This is amazing. 
Um, Saspo Sasquatches claim to be modified from giant lemurs, right? So this is according to another one. This is according that our people, like yours, was bioengineered by the Star Elders. But we are born many aeons before you were. Our conceptors added to their alien genetics like DNA of the most evolved and adapted with the species of that era. A giant lemur, now long extinct. Psychic Sasquatch. Well, this is the uh, the book that the uh, person who wrote the foreword, uh, this is their book, The Psychic Sasquatch and Their UFO Connection. Add to cart. <laughs> Add it to cart because I am so excited. This is, well, I just love, I love a Psychic Sasquatch. I want him to show up for Christmas. They can come to our house. Oh, wow. This person has a master's degree in science. It's, it's almost La- like anybody can get it. <laughs> Jack Lapercetus. MS, Masters of Science. We'll get there. Oh, Let's get him God. on the show. Let's get him on the show. I, can we? Can we get him on the show? Can we'll we interview this guy? Yeah, yeah. I want to talk to a psychic the, Sasquatch this. because if he is indeed psychic, he'll know what's coming. The psychic Sasquatch provides us with revelations about these gentle creatures and the astonishing truth about their connection with extraterrestrials and why they cannot be found. Let's not. Let's. They can't. They literally can't <laughs> be found. We're going to stop. We're not spoiling any more of this. No. Because no. we're doing this entire show. Yeah, we're doing this. The um, psychic Sasquatch and you. I just want you. But again, if you're seeing space dogs, take a picture. Give him a treat. You know, be nice. Be nice. You know, uh, and I can't wait. I want to meet some space dogs. Yeah, I want. I would love to meet some space dogs. I bet you they'd be more more entertaining than ghost dogs. Well, ghost dogs just I don't know. What's That's his worst movie. Ghost dog. Have you ever seen Ghost Dog: Way of the Samurai? I try. I always fall asleep. I think it, it's one of those where it's got a better one sheet and it's got a better idea and the just the the concept alone is fast is awesome. Yeah, but it's kind of. It's Jim Jarmusch a little bit. Well, when it comes, I like Jim Jarmusch. Well, it comes to Jim Jarmusch, though. I'm like, I'm pretty much like Down by Law is uh, amongst my favorite movies. I fucking adore that. I film. like coffee and cigarettes. Yeah, and coffee and cigarettes is also amazing. But you know what the fucking X factor in both those movies is? Tom Waits. Yes, very so, much. So. Yeah, you get Tom Waits, but Jim Jarmusch without Tom Waits, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, it's he gets because he's the special, but also like I like a Harry Dean Stanton. I love a Harry Dean Stanton. Just replace him. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's get some listener emails. Oh my you know, God. We're going to the, the fucking avalanche of listener emails. We received, I believe Joel counted 317 emails about people who believe that they were sliders, which is what we talked a little bit about the phenomenon last week about street light interference. People, sliders. And the people who believe that they experience electronic interference because of just something inside of them. If something goes on, streetlights go down. They when we and I'm talking about we receive again and again and again. People saying they're driving past streetlights. People saying that they that their cell phones never get reception. Mm-hmm. People saying that their battery life drains super fast on a on an object that's wearing on their body longer than their friends do. Mm-hmm. And they said they've always had this and they've always had like quote unquote problems with technology. Which I, you know, I can see. I I do know people. That have broke, you know, like broken so many important pieces of technology. Yes. And again, it's not just because they live chaotic lives, but sometimes it is. Yes. Uh, but you could see there, you know, you wonder, you wonder. But what I, I did want to highlight, because we had so many people who believe that the phenomena is real and have experienced it, because there was a thing that was famous that came out of it that was called the um the Pauli effect, uh, which also was used by PKD which was interesting. He used a version of it as about psychic powers canceling each other out. Like one was a tell, like tell telekinesis and clairvoyance can sort of like fuck with each other. Mm. That was like a concept he had, which was awesome. He yeah. get it for those of you who don't know, it's Philip K. Dick. They know. <laughs> 
And if they don't know, I don't want to talk to them. You know? But the but Pauli effect is apparently it's a big deal because it was based off of the actual theoretical physicist who was very smart, Wolfgang Pauli, who said that they, this is from the 1800s or whatever, it's a long time ago, who said that he experienced a lot of electronic interference. Mm-hmm. So there's like it was really fun. It's like he became kind of like famous for it to the point where like they we actually got, they named the phenomena after him. He kept saying that things would fail around him. And a famous story, they said that they tried to show, they tried to make a big joke about things failing around him. And so they had this big party and what they were going to do was fake that this mechanism holding a chandelier up bailed because he was there. And then when they went to go drop the chandelier in front of everybody, the machine didn't work. Uh, so they couldn't drop it. They because, couldn't do wow, the thing. So like that was one of those. Interesting. He said that he had the failure of his car during a honeymoon with his second wife. Right. He said that this obvious that was happening here. Right. But there's like, but I do think it's interesting because there are a lot of people who that believe that it is very much happening to them at all times. Um, but we got a lot of people. We did go well. Truly, in the smaller side of it. People who like, there is some maybe explanations, mm-hmm. which I think is good for people to know. Because I also like a mystery not being debunked. As do I. Well, I I like certain, I like explanations. I'll say that. I don't necessarily like mysteries being debunked, but I very much like to know why the world is well, the way it is. Theories. Yeah. Well, theories why? Because, you know, we talk about spontaneous combustion. There's a lot of theories, mm-hmm. but there's no really like true explanation. So we'll get into it. Number one was that they are, uh, there are a lot of people who believe that it means that you're a starseed. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a, uh, it's interesting because, so this is, a, we got an email from a power distribution engineer. Uh, so they say they tangentially deal with this for their job. Uh, Streetlights turning off and on is an old problem with high pressure sodium lamps. As they age and wear out, they will turn off seemingly at random. Though if you sit and watch a single lamp for a while, the timing is pretty consistent. It's similar in concept to a flickering fluorescent bulb near its end of life, just slower. This has nothing to do with the presence of an observer and everything to do with the fact that power utilities around like a place like Cleveland haven't upgraded many of their streetlights to LEDs because a lot of sliders said that it's never really happened with LED lights. It only happens with the old school lights sodium lights the sodium lights um and so i spot according to this this listener i spot checked a couple of random locations in the area on street view and that does appear to be the case um now there's a there's a lot of people that believe that those things that just shut off that when you approach lights and they shut off there's old in the old days apparently this has been around a while people Mm -hmm. talking about the slider concept since the beginning of the internet that was very much a star seed concept yeah. So in, it seems that really the line of that thought is that it first was, it was star seeds and then it was indigo children. So yeah. star seeds is more of an older term for an indigo child. Yeah. But uh, sodium street lamps, they are actually just supposed to do that. They do just because, eventually die out. Well, it's because with if they get too hot, uh, they sort of dim out and they sort of, and they just sort of go out for a second so they can cool back down again. Yes. And then they turn back on again. And I think it's one of those things uh, where one of the listeners did point out that it's confirmation bias where it's like, if you're looking for it all the time. Oh, sure. Like, yeah, it's one of those, it's the uh, whole like, I just bought a red car and all of a sudden- Everybody's got red cars. Everyone's got red cars and everyone's got the red car that I got. Yes. Yeah, and I tell you, anytime I see a guy in that other Subaru, I get a little Hong Kong. There's a lot of them. They're honestly, <laughs> this is LA. This is a good town for it. With the West Coast especially, you'll see it a lot. Yeah. Um, but this guy also put his like, this is a little bit of a message from your friendly local IT member. Um, that he also said, because uh, this uh, this person worked in IT, the vast majority of folks 
are just not very kind to their machines. I've had to explain to users that it is a bad thing to put a space heater next to a computer in an enclosed space. I've had to explain to someone who was confused why their computer was no longer working that the screeching noise coming from a bell bearing in a fan in was not, in fact, normal. Ah. Um, and as a guy in IT, I usually have the opposite problem. When I get there, the computer doesn't do whatever the user says it was doing. IT guys joke about it, but it's honestly because nine times out of ten, just restarting your PC will fix whatever the issue is. Did you try turning it on and off again? Have you tried turning it on and off again? Yes, I did! <laughs> yes, I fucking did! <laughs> um, but that's that. That is all. So, so there is some form of theories about why. But I say keep feeling special. I say keep feeling special. Keep feeling Why special. Not? Why not? Um, and yeah, this is where we got a lot of people that were part of the SIP club. And then, so I have this one last letter. So I'll read this one last letter. My name is Michael. And in 2005, I was in a pretty bad car crash. I fell asleep driving and crossed the central lane, hit another car head on. Damn. During this accident, I broke my left arm. As a lefty, I was mad. Both legs, both ankles, tore about 80% of my right foot off. Basically, my foot was on the accelerator, and when I crashed, my foot went left and my bone went right. Oddly enough, though, during the ripping of my foot, mostly off, there was no blood. So the doctor wanted to amputate, and my wife at the time told them to try to reattach my foot, which required I get airlifted three hours to a shock trauma unit in Baltimore, Maryland. I woke up a day later in many casts. My right foot was in a halo brace where I had screws installed in my bones and held it together with basically Kinex toys due to the swelling. They couldn't use a regular cast. Now, after much physical therapy and learning to walk a second time, I was told that at 30 plus years old, I now have the arthritis of a 90 year old due to the injury to my freshly repaired foot, which is sad. It's one of those. It's so fucked up. It's hard. Yeah. So no, during the next one of those things where like back in, you know, like 50 years ago, like all these people that live with this horrible pain, like you just died. But now yes. that we have all this, we have all this technology to save people. Now you can live in pain. Yeah, but we don't have the technology uh, to uh, keep people from living in horrible, excruciating pain for the rest of their lives. Acupuncture. <laughs> it's that easy. <laughs> have you ever tried meditating? Um, during the next 15 years, I was in constant pain every day. As long as I was awake, I was hurting. I could tell you the weather was going to change three days ahead of time. Um I was on Vicodin for three years, cortisone shots in my joints, my ankle to elevate the pain, along with various pain-reducing roots. I was told my options to help the pain were to A, fuse the bone together, walk like Frankenstein, B, amputate it, C, get a replacement joint put in, learn to walk again, and get a replacement one when I'm older due to wear. And none of these options gave me any hope. Um, the doctor said it was just be hard. It was There was no guarantee I'm not going to be in pain anymore. I tried everything I could to think of with the pain, pill shots, physical therapy, medical marijuana, and nothing seemed to help. Recently, I was given the opportunity to try an eighth of psilocybin mushrooms. And after 15 years of being in pain, I gave it the old fuck it. Why not? I had a trip, but the next day I noticed something. All the pain in my ankle was gone. After mm. 15 years, I woke up with the usual body pain. It wasn't there. So I started testing and I found I had flexibility that wasn't there before. I was ticklish on both my feet now. The former bad foot has no pain and I'm no longer ticklish. I took those mushrooms about three months ago and so far, zero pain. My wife is in the medical field and she's kind of confused as to what the fuck happened, but I'm not questioning it. And they hasn't taken any mushrooms since. And uh, he doesn't want to flip because he says he didn't want to flip the switch back. But it's like, 
I don't know if that means anything. Side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. This is not like a, a, a science thing. Like we're not saying to take met mushrooms to fucking fix your pain because I don't think that that works all the time. No, it doesn't work all the time. But, but you know, is it possible? Try, you can try it. But can something happen inside the jelly of your brain that like makes something else turn on like well, that? And if you think about phantom limb syndrome, you know, where people feel pain for a limb that is no longer there, you but know, and that's a brain impulse. That's like your pain, you know, receptors being completely completely fucked up. But believe though they do a thing where they don't they do sort of like therapy where they put you in front of a mirror and then you can kind of like practice moving that phantom limb. I know we talked a little bit about it. But that's still, you know, your brain is malfunctioning. Yes, but how do you fix it? Like, how do you snap it back? I it was just an just interesting... take some fucking shrooms, bro. Yeah, man. You fucking... <laughs> do you ever trip balls, dog? Uh, but I, I would love to actually get some responses as to like, why the hell would that fucking be a thing? If that is indeed a thing. Or is it just like, some people it happens. Like someone who like has, they have like a weird event. All of a sudden, they have like a Chinese accent now. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, you that, see those, that's true. You, know, yeah, you like, see them all the time. Or somebody, yeah, that has, a, they get into a car accident, and all of a sudden they're really mean. Yes. Yeah. I wonder why. I don't know. I okay. So we did promise no shit stories. No, we said nothing. No poo poo. No poo poo. No poo poo today. But, but this isn't. No, this no poo poo. Let's save. Let's save the poo poo. But this technically isn't poo poo. No, they're going to shut off the show. Everybody was mad. <laughs> Everyone said that we it's broke more, the promise immediately. It's more of a whole story. No, than no holes. No, no, it's a horrible. Let's wait. We'll come back to it. You know when we say that we have several Christmas episodes. All right, you promise. We'll do, yes. Pr- oh no, pr- we're gonna do a Santa okay. Poo's section. All right, if you promise, we can come back to this one. I, it's a good one. I know which one you're talking <laughs> because about because I because I love. I'm just such a sucker for like a story that comes from like my girlfriend's coworker's cousin. Yeah, like, no, we'll I, get. I, I love. I love those stories. Okay, yes. all right, all right. So we'll, we'll, we did make a promise. We already broke it once. I won't break it twice. Let's but get there. I'm just saying that I'm we doing this. We have to earn it again. I'm doing this under protest. I'm doing this under protest. You know what that shows? You're a good producer. That's right. You're a good producer because you're choosing the show. I am. I'm you're choosing, choosing the, the show. show over your own wants and needs. I am. And I, and I really absolutely. appreciate that. All right, because you've got to love every day being your own boss. That's right. Because if you don't, man, your life's going to fucking suck. <laughs> Because guess what? Because I laugh every day. I laugh and then I fire myself Mm -hmm. and then I love rehire myself. Yep. It's that easy. Every single morning. I fire me every morning. Yeah. That's nice. Yep. Every morning I hate me. That's nice. Isn't that nice? I beg for my job for myself every morning. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is, uh, we have a lot of stuff coming up. Uh, December 22nd, come see Classy Night Out, me and Ed Larson. We're going to be at the NoHo Knitting Factory. uh, And I believe that is on... Ticketmaster or Eventbrite. It's one of those. You can just look it up. You can sign there. Classy night out at the NoHo Knitting Factory. And what else we got? OSS 2 is out. Uh, Operation Sunshine issue 2 is out. I believe issue 3 comes out this Thursday. Yes. Yeah. It's coming out soon. Now go and to your local comic book store and ask for it by name. And then, um, is there anything else to plug? Reptilian in the Morning. Buy our new coffee. Yeah. Over at Spring Hill Jack Coffee. It's absolutely delicious. And check out all of the Twitch Twitches. Over at LPN TV, twitch.tv slash LPN TV. Mm-hmm. We got uh, plenty of great ones over there. You doing the Good Put holiday special this weekend? So, Good Put, we're putting the family back in Christmas. It is this Thursday. Check it out tomorrow. Check it out. It is at 6 p.m. PSC. Is it 6 p.m.? We're going to have a lot of guests. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I think we're all going to learn a lot. I bet you will. I think we will. Am I going to learn anything? No. Good. Nothing. I can't take anymore. No, 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 no. Learn nothing. Hail Sid. Hail Guy. It's been lovely being with you. It's been lovely being with you. Hail me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> this show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ever been to Delaware? If not, now's the time to visit. You'll find a lot of fun in a little state. Since you can drive anywhere in the state in a couple of hours, you'll spend less time driving and more time enjoying. Explore from the bays to the beaches, stroll the boardwalks, and have an oceanside bonfire. Get a taste of Delaware at one of the award-winning restaurants and enjoy a local craft brew. See the first state's unique historic landmarks and experience Delaware's endless discoveries. Plan your adventure today at visitdelaware.com. 